Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I think those eight crazy nights are still going strong. Uh, Happy New Year right around the corner, but I guess I'll probably talk to you next week. What else is going on? I guess we got some pretty big games Sunday. I I look at it, we got one huge game. That's Niners in Seattle, Sunday Night Football. And then we got a lot of other, you know, interesting games. You know, there, there are a lot of games this weekend where one team has a lot on the line. Like the Eagles, you know, like the Titans, you know, like the Packers. If they win, they get a one or two seed. But the, the Niners-Seattle game is is the true game, which I know I've been waiting for. I think a lot of the country's been waiting for. It's been one of the best rivalries. I mean, for a short period of time, for like a two-year span, it was sweet. And then it went away because the Niners sucked, and then it's back this year. So we'll dive into that. I'll go through the Sunday games, then I'll dive into the Middlecoff mailbag. I'll try to keep this short and sweet. I know you guys are busy with family, and I don't want to keep you too long on these holiday weekends. Uh, but... Yeah, get you covered. I'm really excited for the college football playoff. I I like Clemson and I like LSU, but I, I by no means like I'm confident Clemson. I just because I feel they've been kind of undervalued all season because 
unless you live in ACC country, their, their games have been terrible. They, they kill everybody. The teams they play stink. They've just they've won two of the last three national championships, so they're just flying under the radar a little bit. It's weird, you know, for defending national champion. I think Dabo said this in their uh, going away banquet, or maybe the day that they got you know the seating. They're, they're the first team in in college football history that won the national championship, was the preseason number one, won all their games, and then when the season ended, they were third. It's crazy. Uh, I I definitely think they could easily win the national championship. But Ohio State is is no joke. I think the difference in that game for me is the coaching staff. Ryan Day, first-year coach, first-year defensive coordinator, who's also going to be a new head coach at Boston College. How spread thin has he you know, become in you know his first time as a coordinator, trying to get a new job against Dabo Sweeney that makes $7, $8 million. Brent Venables makes two. The number one overall pick in two years in, in Trevor Lawrence. That, that game's going to be sweet. And, you know... Oklahoma's a big underdog, but if you give any team a, a puncher's chance, right, it's going to be Lincoln Riley in, in that offense against LSU, which the little running back for LSU's, you know, got hurt. He He's going to be like a game-time decision. He, hell, he might not even play. He's a good player, number 22. But Burrow, all the wide receivers, just they just got too much talent. They, they should win the game. I mean, I talked to my guys in Oklahoma. They, it's it's a big challenge. <laughs> there's, there's no question. It is, it's a big challenge. Just like I thought the Niners going to Seattle. You know, that that is a place they haven't won there since 2011. Tavares Jackson and Alex Smith were the quarterbacks in that game. It's the last time they won in Seattle. And that includes an NFC Championship game. Seattle Seahawks have owned the 49ers. But I think start to finish this season, statistically, the eye test. Now, they did play once and Seattle won. But being at that game, George Kittle was, was missing. I think the Niners are the better team. Now, the great part about sports, probably more than any other walk of life, is you you can talk all you want. We always find out on the field, on the diamond, on the court, on the course, wherever. So, you you think you're better? That's the great part. We're going to find out. But, when Marshawn Lynch was signed this week, and I've gotten a lot of it, I'm sure I'll get this in the Middlecoff mailbag. Middlecoff, what do you think? I, I think that that Pete Carroll and John Schneider in a million years would not want to do this. This isn't, to me, desperation's the wrong word, because they're not necessarily desperate. They're just screwed, you know? When it's week 17 and you're forced to sign a player. Now, Marshawn, for a six- or seven-year run, was one of the best players in the league. He was easily, for a three- or four-year run, their best offensive player. I think we forget because Russell's had such a good career career might be strong. He'd had a successful career, but these last three or four years, he's had a great individual career. Those first years, he was was much closer like an Alex Smith. The debate shows in the podcast used to be like, is Russell Wilson a franchise quarterback? And, you know, when early on, it was clear he had some special attributes, but I don't know if people the first couple years thought he was going to be this good. And he clearly became this good. But those early... They were four straight years the number one scoring defense in the league. Marshawn Lynch was an elite player. I always think he's actually underappreciated because he's a great physical runner, but he's good outside the tackles. He was good at catching the football. He's just a freak talent, but he's old now, and he hasn't played in the league in a year and a half. And clearly he had no... In Seattle, definitely. It it took Chris Carson being hurt, ProSize, their third stringer, breaking his arm, 
or ankle, I think it was arm, and Rashad Penny, their backup tearing his ACL. My theory, and I don't know if this has been written about yet, but Pete Carroll said that he talked to Marshawn about a month ago. Well, what happened a month ago? Rashad Penny tore his ACL. So they knew that they were one more injury away from being in a pinch. I think they reached out to Marshawn, a little bit desperate, but also just you always want to have contingency plans, right? In football, in business, as a family. And this was the ultimate contingency plan, and then it came true because they had a game where they lost two running backs. And now they're in a situation where they're playing a team that is just better. Now, they're favored in Vegas. Uh, I think they're just more talented, given the team that they're putting on the field this Sunday. If Seattle was fully healthy and the Niners were fully healthy, I still might slightly lean the Niners, but I'd say, listen, I've been watching and had a front row seat for eight straight years of the Seattle kicking their ass. So I would probably have picked Seattle. And they would have been favored in Vegas, I'm sure, if they were fully healthy. Clowney hasn't played in a couple weeks. And if you remember on that Monday night football game, Jadavion Clowney, who one point in time killed that guy from Michigan, became the num- he was the number one over high school high school recruit, became the number one overall pick in the draft, 6'6", 270, run- runs like a deer, a freak. He's been an underachiever his entire career. And even when he's underachieved, he's still pretty good. But he's not Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald. Like, he never lived up to the hype. But in that game, it was like, holy moly. If this guy plays like this, good luck and good night. Because this guy's going to be the defensive player. But he doesn't play like that ever. Ever. There's, I disagreed with Bill O'Brien trading him for a third-round pick. But it's not like Bill O'Brien was wrong. You know, is Seattle going to resign him? Doubtful. But is he really going to get that much money with all these injuries? You know, it's going to, he's going to be a fascinating test case. But i uh recording this on Thursday. I just got back from San Francisco. Me and my podcast partner, Guy, we filled in on radio. And we had Kyle Shanahan on the show. And I, I'll post it on uh, – the interview will be posted on my other podcast. If you're listening to this, it'll be on Friday. So Kyle was – we had talked to him for like 20 minutes. And first and foremost, he's – you know, clearly he looks young because he is younger. I think he's 40, 40 years old. Wears a snapback hat. Looks like a total bro. But he's pretty cool, calm, and collected. I mean, he, he was he was pretty easy to talk to. I mean, he just had a pretty normal conversation for a coach who's coaching, as a head coach, the biggest game of his life. And I think he's confident because he's kind of unique. You know, he's chasing right now in this division. Pete Carroll's going for his fifth division title. But even in the years he didn't win division titles, they were winning wild cards. Like Pete Carroll's been going to the playoffs a lot. Even Sean McVay, who really kind of tutored under Kyle and Mike, already has two division titles the last two years. So this game is big just for Kyle's resume to finally just win this division against two coaches that Pete's a borderline Hall of Famer and Sean, for the last two years, had been anointed as the young hotshot, and rightfully so. But you know what it turns out? I actually think Kyle's the young hotshot. I think he's a little more dynamic than Sean McVay. And I'm a Sean McVay fan. But if I had to pick one, and I said this before Kyle ever had a 12-4, 13-3 season, I still would have picked Kyle. Now, I'm biased. I'm just closer to the situation. I know a lot more. I don't, I don't even know anyone with the Rams. I know a lot of people with the Niners. I just watch press conferences. I'm around it a lot. And I just... I, I've had a front row seat for Harbaugh, who was crazier. I've been around Andy. Like, I kind of think I have a decent feel for what works and what doesn't at the highest level. I've also seen shitty. You know, I, I saw Jim Tom Sula. And let me tell you, it doesn't get much worse. And I've seen average. Jack Del Rio. To me, I think Jack Del Rio's remembered in Oakland probably a little worse than he should be. He actually didn't do a terrible job. 
But I think Kyle, and I'll give credit Colin credit to, to this. He said at the beginning of the year he thought this guy could be the next Bill Belichick. And I think when you look at Kyle's career, he is kind of like Bill. And I'm not saying he's going to be Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach ever. But Sean McVay has this too. They, they kind of led a unique football life. And Kyle, even more than Sean, because Sean's grandpa was a coach, general manager, was Kyle's dad. When Kyle was growing up, like Kyle was a ball boy at 12 years old for the 1994 49ers, which in my opinion is the greatest team I've ever seen. Then for however many years he was in Denver, he was he was like at high school, like catching passes from Elway, just screwing around at practice, going to meetings, being around it. Like this is his, this has been his life. Like this, you can't, you can't create experience. Like a lot of these guys, like Bill, Bill Belichick's been in the league for 40 years, 40 years. I, Urban Meyer, listen, question some of his ethics or whatever. But if the Cowboys, let's say hypothetically, hire Urban Meyer, who's one of the great college coaches ever, no one with a brain would argue that. This would be the first time he's ever coached in the NFL. Like, there is a learning curve, even though you're a great coach. Like, do you know the strengths and weaknesses of the 10-year veteran? There is not a player in the NFL that Bill Belichick, and I think guys like Pete Carroll and now Andy Reid, but even more than Pete. Like, Pete's been in the league, what, now, 10 years? Like, let's use Andy... Sean Payton, but even Sean Payton became a head coach in 06. Let's use Andy Reid, who's been a head coach since 1999, and Bill Belichick has been a head coach since the early 90s. Both those guys, you know, Bill's been a coach in the league for 40 years, Andy, like 28. There's not a player in the league that those guys haven't watched coming out, haven't coached against, schemed against, or coached with, or, you know, been in the division against, seen on tape. They've seen it all. Kyle Shanahan, now he's a pretty young guy, has been in the league what, since like 2007? So even as a younger guy, only 40 years old, he's been in the league forever, but really he's been around the league forever because of his dad. And then you know what turns out? Like just because you're around something doesn't make you good at it. He does have an innate feel for calling plays. He truly is a special play caller. And he's not stuck to one, run the ball, pass the ball. Now he's actually more inclined to run the ball but I think with George Kittle and some of these guys, he's and now they got Emmanuel Sanders, he's clearly open to passing the ball. That I think this is kind of his moment. Sunday night should be his moment. And if he is what I think he is, what Colin thought he was Belichick, what I think most of you listening to this would acknowledge, Kyle's got a chance, and already is, I mean, a dynamic coach. But there's one thing about being a dynamic coach, and then there's something about doing it. Like Lincoln Riley, for as much as we love Lincoln Riley... His resume would grow exponentially in the hype. I mean, he's already super hype. But if he wins a national championship the next couple of years, like eventually to, to maintain the hype, like how Nick Saban became Nick Saban or Belichick's hype really grew, you got to win the Natty or the Super Bowl. Now, I don't even think Kyle needs to win the Super Bowl this year. But if you go up to Seattle and you win, you are the number one overall seed. And really, your, you know, probably your best game of the year came at a loss at Baltimore in the rain, which is a team more than likely you might see in the Super Bowl, them, the Chiefs, or the Patriots. But then the Saints, who you've beat, the Packers, who you've beat, have to come through you. And then Seattle, you'd have beat them too. But I actually think if Seattle were to lose this game, just with all their injuries, assuming Philly wins, they, they might be one and done. 
And again, I'm not some Seattle hater. I have nothing but respect for them. I just think they're kind of screwed with their injury situation. But I, I think this is the Niners' time. And I think there's some pressure on Kyle, just given that he's a favorite, and he's a favorite for the reason. I think he's got the better team. We'd all acknowledge that. And he's just you just got to do it. And he's done it all season long. He's won big game after big game. Even a couple games he's lost. Like, it, it took haymakers to, to beat him. That Baltimore game and even the Seattle Monday night game. Now the Atlanta game, I... I'll just throw that one in the trash. But this is, as a fan of just big games, uh, in the when I was in college, I loved, let me repeat, loved the Ravens-Steeler game, like most football fans. That, that, that was my favorite game of the year, those two games. And they were always like Sunday night or Monday night football, and then, hell, they'd play sometimes in the playoffs. That's what, hopefully, is this. I actually think Seattle's going to be better next year when they get another draft, get some of these guys healthy. Same with the Niners. Like this should be, you know, the West Coast version of that. And part of that is you got Pete Carroll, who's an all-time great coach, and you got now Kyle Shanahan, who's kind of the Mike Tomlin to go with Harbaugh. So I, I think we got maybe the Niners. You could argue, hell, this isn't a rivalry right now. It's a one-side ass-kicking, and it's only been Seattle. Uh, but I, I think that changes Sunday night. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it because like most 16 year old kids you don't exactly get a luxury automobile so you look at it you go well I need to add some speakers I need to tint out the windows I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies waving at the babes and enjoy myself so my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, 
making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Okay, let's dive into the games and uh, try to keep it short and sweet because some of these games don't mean a thing like the first one. Browns at the Bengals plus two and a half. Well, the Bengals have uh, the most important thing of their season locked up and that'd be the number one overall pick. The Browns are currently, what are they, six and nine? So they got to win this game to be seven and nine. Listen, I I, I know even like I I didn't think they were going to live up to the hype. I didn't think they were going to win twelve or thirteen games. But I don't know if I thought they'd go seven and nine. I thought they had enough talent to go nine and seven. Now it was clear pretty early on they were screwed up. They started two and six. Then once they started getting their mojo back, Miles Garrett gets kicked out for the year. Obviously, losing this game, I think they'd have to fire Freddie. Let's say they win this game. Even if they win it by, like, 20, does he even get any credit? I don't Who's going to watch this game? I guess if you're a Browns fan. I mean, have Bengals fans even been watching? I think Bengals fans are looking more forward to the LSU game to just watch their future quarterback. Bears at Minnesota. Uh, I think, you know, Matt Nagy desperately does not want to go under 500. He's going to try to win this game. Minnesota now has nothing to play for. Uh, I haven't followed it too closely. I don't know if Zimmer said he's going to sick guys. Kirk Cousins, whether, I, I guess there are three options to be the number three seed, right? If the Packers win, it can't be them, so it would be the Saints or Seattle. But if the Packers were to lose, which they're playing the Lions, they won't. Are, are you telling me that the Bears could go up, let's say, let's say the Niners win. So it's the Niners, Green Bay's the two seed, and the Saints are the three seed. How are the Vikings going to go to the Dome and win? What 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 point spread feels right for that game? Minnesota at New Orleans. To me, the point spread feels like minus seven and a half, eight Saints. Am I crazy? I mean, I, I think Minnesota is now a borderline lock to be one and done. I, I really do. The only way I could see them having a shot would be if Seattle... I guess if Seattle ended up at the three, I don't. Is that possible? I, I guess it is. 
And then just with their injuries, maybe Minnesota could go. But we saw, again, the team's a little different, you know, th- three, four weeks later or whatever since that Monday night game. I I just think Minnesota's in trouble. You know, I just – it's, and I think any Vikings fan would agree. How do you trust the quarterback? When the big games start and, you know, and those – Things we, we like to call testicles, the balls between your uh, between your legs, you know, and the big boy games got to drop. Kirk Cousins shrivels. I, I mean, it's just, God, he's terrible in big games. Atlanta at Tampa. Jameis is fighting for immortality. Name me a quarterback that has ever thrown 30-plus touchdowns and 30 picks. He already has 31 touchdowns. He is two interceptions shy of uh, of the record. If you've watched Jameis, you know at any moment, I don't care if he's playing the Atlanta Falcons or De La Salle, he can throw picks against anybody. Now, he did just throw four, so can he really throw eight picks in two games? I think he can. Uh, that, that's really the only thing I'm looking forward to this game. Can Jameis throw two interceptions? And then the other elephant in the room, let's say Atlanta wins this game by double digit, 10 points. Did Dan Quinn do enough to save his job, or is he a lock to get fired? Because I would have said, and I think every like everyone would agree, a month ago, lock to be fired. Dan Quinn, bald guy, done. And now it feels like, at, at least internally, are they thinking about it, or is he locked to be done? Maybe Monday morning he's gone regardless. And Bruce Arians, you win this game, you finish 500. It's a pretty respectable season. In the season, your quarterback might have thrown 30 picks. Uh, Saints and Panthers this is their 13 point underdog the Panthers 13 point underdog uh, you talk about a team falling off the rails once Ron Rivera got fired what what an embarrassing ending to their season the Saints I guess depending well they wouldn't know uh, they'll just win this game then depending on what happens the night game we'll find out their seeding but I'd expect them to beat the Pan- I mean they could probably beat the Panthers with Sean Payton playing quarterback in all seriousness Definitely, if they just rotated every snap, they just went Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill. Every snap, they just rotated a new quarterback in. I would just screw around, do something like that, and I think they would win. The Jets at the Bills. Well, the Bills are locked into the five seed, so they have nothing to play for. The Jets can actually finish, kind of like the Falcons, respectable. I mean, if you told me the Jets finished 7-9... and nine, when it felt like at one point in time when Sam Edmono and everyone hated him, Adam Gase and he's finding players and he's talking about rumors are coming out that he doesn't like Le'Veon Bell and then they end up 7-9. and nine. That's a pretty impressive season. At one point in time, I don't know if it's still the case, they were the number one rushing defense. Sam's had some moments in the second half. It, this week's hard because you just don't know the motivation and the Bills, I just don't know what their motivation is. They're locked into a playoff seed. You know, I I think it's more about just getting prepared for next week. If you haven't seen, the Bills tweeted out this video of Dan Morgan, the former Miami University of Miami linebacker. I mean, one of the baddest-ass dudes of the last, like, 20 years. I think he had a serious injury that ended his NFL career. He's now, like, the assistant general manager for the Bills. They followed him for 10 minutes. It's pretty cool. I, I highly recommend just going to their Twitter account or going to their Facebook account and just watching it. I mean, if you like, if you're listening to the show, you like NFL football, and I would imagine you like Dan Morgan because who doesn't like Dan Morgan? Dude was a badass. Now he's just some kind of grinder scout. I, I met him a couple times when I was scouting. Really cool guy. And this this video sheds even more light. Like he's a he's got future GM written all over him. Dolphins at New England. 
You know, the Dolphins are 4-4 four and four in their last eight games. The, this line's too big. It shouldn't be 15.5. I mean, 15.5 against a team that's serviceable like the Dolphins are the Patriots scoring 35 points. I mean, when's the last time they scored a lot of points? They, they struggled to score points against everyone they play. Now, I, I understand the Dolphins' defense is not very good. The game's in New England, but Pats win. They're, they're the number two seed, which is it just shows you, man. The Patriots have had... A rough season for their standards, mainly because Brady and the offense has struggled. Their defense has obviously been really good. I mean, they've actually had some special teams issues. This has been one of the weirder Patriots seasons in recent memory. Is this the last Tom Brady regular season home game in New England? Think about that. I hadn't even really thought about that until it just crossed my mind. Packers in Detroit. I expect the Packers to kick their ass. Detroit, I don't know why they're bringing those guys back. Those guys have just been losers. I mean, that team is gutless. Uh, just terrible. Now, I, they were pretty serviceable and functional when Matt Stafford was their quarterback. Their offense was good. They've had a lot of injuries, but they are terrible. They, they truly are. Chargers at Kansas City. Uh, I just, I mean, the Chargers just got their ass kicked by the Raiders. How are they going to go into Kansas City and win? Is this Phillip Rivers' last game in, for the Chargers? Are the Chargers going to franchise him? Are they going to franchise and trade him? Are they just going to let him hit free agency? That, to me, is the biggest question in this game. Like, I have, I have 100% confidence the Chiefs are going to win this game. Their defense, I think the last five games, has averaged definitely under 20 points. The last game, they, who, who they just play? The Bears scored three points. Granted, you got to put it on a Mitch Trubisky scale. Chiefs are playing well. To me, they're the I, they're not a sleeper, but they are. They might be my pick. Well, I guess we'll do that next week. They might be my pick to win the AFC. Yeah, I'm a little biased, but uh, I, I who who wouldn't take a little Chiefs Ravens AFC Championship game? Colts at the Jaguars, another, I mean, who's watching this game? Chris Ballard and his family? Like, who, who else? And even Colts fans, your, your teams, I I have, I believe in your coach, I believe in your general manager, uh, I think we've, we've come to question the quarterback, and there were questions when the year started, like, is this guy good enough to be a starting quarterback for Super Bowl contender? Turns out they're not really Super Bowl contender, they're not dynamic enough on offense. So to me, the number one goal this offseason for the Colts, they need more dynamic playmakers. They need dynamic playmakers. And they I think they need a good pass rusher too. But the Jags, is Shad Khan going to fire everybody Monday morning? Or did did Dave Caldwell get the heave-ho and the other guys survive? And is, is Nick Foles on this team next year? Do, are they going to trade Nick Foles after just paying him $50 million guaranteed money? It's, I don't know. Titans at the Houston Texans. According to my, I'd have to double check this, but I'm pretty sure the Titans game is, that game's in the afternoon. So if the Chiefs win in the morning, the Houston Texans will know that they can't get the three seed and they're locked into the four seed. So that game is in the afternoon. So there is a chance they know when, I mean, they, they will know when kickoff happens if the game means anything, which would be a huge advantage for the Titans, and then Titans win and get in. Uh, the Redskins at the Dallas Cowboys. The Redskins are a disaster. The Cowboys, you could argue, are a bigger disaster, given that I think we thought they were going to be good. Hell, I picked them to win the NFC. They're 7-8. and eight. They're not going to make the playoffs, assuming Philly wins. What a crazy season for them, man. This is Jason Garrett. Knock on wood for all my uh, Cowboy fan. This is the last game ever coaching the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, now the biggest question is going to be, it's going to be one of the biggest, it's the biggest non-playoff story in the league by a mile. Who is going to? Who is Jerry Jones going to hire to be his head coach? 
who is Jerry Jones going to hire to be his head coach? <clears throat> I guess you'd lean Urban Meyer, but like I said, Urban Meyer's never coached in the league. I know he said that he would take the Cowboy job. He did quit multiple jobs because of sickness, we think. So is he really just going to take the Cowboy job? He does look like he's happy on Fox doing the pregame show and the postgame show that's been really successful ratings-wise because he is really good on TV. I mean, he's a natural. I think Urban, unless Lincoln Riley takes the job, which I don't think Lincoln Riley's leaving Oklahoma, I think that Urban Meyer, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, probably the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, I guess, unless he turns it down, which at this point feels a little shocking. Like, we just assume he's going to take it. Eagles at the Giants. I, I had someone tell me in the gambling community, they, they kind of like the Giants in this game. You know, when you really dive into the Eagles, the last three games, while they've gotten three wins, they had to go to overtime to beat the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. They didn't play that well against the Redskins. Carson Wentz had to turn it on in the second half. Really, when you look at the Dallas Cowboy game, they, I think we kind of act like they won that game 35-9. to They won it 17-9. to Now, their defense was excellent, but they're not scoring points. And as I got a, someone in my DMs that I was being too hard on Danny Dimes, and maybe I was. He is a rookie on a bad team. He has had a couple games now against Tampa and against Washington last week where he's thrown a lot of touchdowns. I mean, he just threw five touchdowns and a walk-off touchdown. And Saquon, to me, is the biggest kind of X factor here. What do you have, like 180 yards last year? So if Saquon, or last week, if you had Danny Dimes playing well, Saquon playing well, and the Eagles, while they're well-coached and they're tough, they're just... They're a little empty-handed. I mean, they they have a million freaking injuries. Them in Seattle, they're basically like Seattle. Welcome to real life. This is what we've been dealing with for weeks. So I I'd be shocked if the Eagles lose this game, just given what's on the line, how physical they played last week. I, I watched when I was uh, at my mom's house for for uh, Christmas. You know, you're just kind of bored, scrolling around, and I ended up on an interview with Doug Peterson. And he's like, the number one thing we need to do this week that we did last week against the Cowboys is maintain that physical edge because they kicked their ass. They pushed them around. And if they play that physical, the Giants are just kind of soft. But the Giants do have some offensive weapons. I mean, they just have a great offensive weapon in Saquon Barkley. Pittsburgh at the Ravens. I mean, RG3 starting. The Steelers should win this game. Uh, I saw they placed Mason Rudolph on injured reserve. The Steelers have been an incredible story of just Ben Roethlisberger goes out week one. I would have bet they won four games. And they win this game, they'll end up, what, 9-7? and seven? That's that's an incredible accomplishment. It, it truly is. If you're a Steeler fan, I would take a lot of pride in this season. We lose Roethlisberger, who now weighs about 340 pounds with a big, burly beard. If you look at that, that picture he tweeted out uh, yesterday on his Twitter account, obviously that's where you tweet stuff out from your Twitter account, the dog he's holding, just look at the dog's face. The dog just wants to run. Like, Dad, let me go. Uh... The Raiders at the Broncos. I think the biggest question mark here is the Raiders, who just did play well against the Chargers, Derek Carr, he has a long, long resume of playing really bad in weather games under 50 degrees. Well, I got news for you. In December 27, 29th in Denver is going to be under 50 degrees. Now, I don't think it's supposed to snow. I think it's supposed to be in like the mid to low 40s. Drew Locke's played well. Uh, 65% this year, six touchdown, three picks in his short time as a starting quarterback. So I actually think if you're a Denver fan, you're kind of bullish on your young quarterback. Vic Fangio is just one of the better defensive minds in the league. His team's played a lot better over the last couple months. I just like Denver in this game. And obviously if the Raiders need about 
seven teams to lose again, and they all lost last week. Somehow they win this game. They're in the playoffs, but I just I don't see them winning. I, maybe some of the other teams they need to lose lose. Though with with the Texans potentially knowing and them sitting all the guys, the Titans are going to win that game. And in Seattle, I already talked about it. I, I like the Niners to win that game Sunday night. I'm pretty fired up. Should be fun. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. 
Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, let's go Middlecoff mailbag and uh, fire through some questions. I got a bunch of old ones. I'll just probably respond. Just a little DM direct message back and forth. The Hawks have a subpar pass rush this year. What are the chances that they re-sign Clowney, and do you think that would be a wise decision? Without him, they could be awful. Yeah, I just think it's his price point. Uh, they're not... How much is Clowney getting, right? I, I, I think when he was traded to the Seattle Seahawks for a third-round pick, the Texans ate up half the money and just a couple special teams players. It was like, damn, what's Clowney's market? Now, there are teams that could use him, but is he... A $15 million a year player? He surely held not a $20 million player. He's had a long list of injuries. I know he's he has his moments when he dominates, but he should be paid, I don't know. I'd feel comfortable giving him like $10 million a year, like a five-year, $50 million, 40 guaranteed, but he would never take that. I, I just, I want no part of paying Jadavion Clowney. Now, I know that Seattle Seahawks need some pass rushers. They got rid of Frank Clark. The guy they drafted last year from TCU stinks. They, they need him, but I, I just I can't break the bank for Jadavion Clowney because one thing we've learned this year is he is just not a dependable player. The talent is immense. The physical gifts are in the strength, but he just hurt a lot, and he's just kind of an underachiever. I, I made my pack the last 12 months. Any sport, I like paying a premium for a premium. If I got to overpay for Garrett Cole, if I'm the Yankees and give him 320 grand or million, I wish 320 grand, 320 million. Yeah, it sucks. It's a lot of money, but at least I'm getting Garrett freaking Cole, one of the most talented pitchers we've ever seen. If I am giving a guy $400 million, it better be Mike Trout. That's a problem. Like the Phillies, they gave all that money to Bryce Harper. You know what turns out Bryce Harper is? A little overrated. You know what the Bears did? They gave all that money to Khalil Mack. Now, he's had a, a little bit of a down year this year, but for the most part, his entire career, he's been worth every penny. Aaron Donald, worth every penny. If I got to break the bank for George Kittle this year, worth every penny. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, LeBron James, you know, Kawhi Leonard, whatever. I'm not that 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 next-tier guy. I, I can't pay a premium, and we just... I'm pretty sure part of the trade was they can't franchise him. Maybe they can. I have to, I have to relook at that. I just... I struggle with the clowny. And I want to like clowny because I love freaks. And he's a freak. It's hard to find sports talk that isn't prepackaged corporate drivel. In any case, that seems to be a general consensus that the next round of... Oh, he started with love the podcast. We're not corporate drivel here, obviously. So, in any case, it seems to be a general consensus that the next round of realignment in college football is coming. Do you really think the Big 12 is going to break apart? Do you see any hope in general for the G5 schools? Interested to know your thoughts. I'll be completely honest. I haven't read anything, but I'm not day-to-day college football stuff beside like players and maybe some coaches, but like big picture, the state of college football. I haven't read anything about realignment. The Big 12 realignment, you mean like teams are going to leave the conference? Remember seven or eight years ago, the Pac-12, who was the Pac-10 at this time, was going to become the 12 and they were going to try to get Oklahoma and Texas. So it was basically going to be the Pac-10 minus Colorado and Utah, and it was going to be Oklahoma and Texas. 
That would have been pretty good for business. But they ended up getting Colorado and Utah, which Utah's been good, but they're not Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, what, what would the realignment be? If you're the Big 12, you're, your problem is just Oklahoma's been awesome. Is Texas kind of sucks. You know, we're back from Sam Ellinger last year. Like, no, you're not back. You guys are pretty average. Uh, thank God for Baylor this year because Iowa State was a little down. Texas was really down. They lost a bunch of games. Kansas State is very respectable that, you know, the coach from North Dakota State, the coach Carson Wentz, is now there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I know nothing about realignment. Just uh, I, I can't even pretend to make up a lie. I don't even know what to say. I, I haven't read that teams leaving. Where are they going to go? I, I actually think college football is in pretty good shape. The problem with college football and some of these – like the SEC has got four or five teams that are rolling. Same with the Big Ten, you know. If Michigan's your fourth or fifth best team, you're in pretty good shape, right? Wisconsin, Penn State, obviously Ohio State, Michigan, they're, they're rolling. Iowa, that's a conference of solid. Same SEC, same deal. Problem with, like, the ACC, Clemson. Who else? I'm on radio today. I look up. The Miami, the U, lost 14 to nothing to Louisiana Tech. How does that happen? I'm speechless. That's insane. Florida State, they're not in a bowl game, are they? Maybe they are. I don't. I, who knows? They they're awful. The problem with the Pac-12 is like USC, USC, the Trojans, fight on, finished twelfth. There are only twelve teams in the conference in recruiting. I, it's unfathomable. It's not even. It that could never happen in a million years. Yet it happened. So I I think part of the problem for some of these conferences is some of their powerhouses. Definitely in the Pac-12 and the ACC are just down. If Oregon was this good and Washington State was solid, now Cal's better and Arizona State's on the Cub with SC being really good, the conference would be in good shape. But they're just missing their powerhouse programs not being good. Love the show. Look forward to it every week. I've heard Colin say the Pats just don't draft well and how well the Saints draft. Both coaches and organizations are excellent. So I find it hard to believe the Pats and Belichicks are that inept. I don't think they necessarily don't draft well. I think when they kind of miss on a player, they don't have the time because they're in championship mode at, at 24-7, 365. So like the Golden State Warriors, for example, they've drafted you know countless players over the last several years. They give you a short period of time to prove your worth. And if you don't, they just kick you to the G League. They, they just don't have the time. And, and, you know, Belichick, if, if you're just not on his level or Brady's level early on and can't function as a rookie, like it's – they just lose faith. I mean, they're just, it's hard. The Saints, a little easier to infiltrate guys in. The Patriots is just, they're the only team in the league that's Super Bowl or bust. Could it be that the Pats are so intense in their prep and demands they are just too too much for a lot of guys? Yeah, I didn't even read the second half of the question. It's basically what I said. Yeah, I just think it's, I, I think it's just an impossible standard. It, it, it really is. Like getting thrown out there with Brady. Think about the last couple of years. Like you're a rookie receiver. Then you look around, it's like Brady, Gronk, Edelman. You're like, Jesus Christ, what am I going to – I don't know the player. You're like, ready, break. You're like, I got no clue what to do. You're in practice. Can you imagine that? Like, uh, 74, Razor, left, G-string, deep bomb. Ready, break. And you break, and then you get out, and you're like the – you know, you, you're the X receiver, or you're the, uh, you're the fullback, or you're just whoever on the offense. And you look, and there's Tom – you look over at practice, there's Josh and Bill looking at you. you. You know, last year you look, there's Gronk. You're like, 
I got no goddamn clue what I got to do. Tom looks at you. Then he does an audible. And he goes a little like a lefty righty. You know, he moves his arms. And you're like, he just wants me to do something new now. I don't even know what I was supposed to do at the beginning. And then all of a sudden you mess up. Then you got Belichick yelling at you. You got Tom yelling at you. And then you get yelled at again in the film room. And by about week three of this, you want to have a mental breakdown. <laughs> you just don't know what to do. It's it's hard. It's just difficult, man. Hell, I worked in the NFL, and I was often intimidated just like making sure I was on top of the scouting stuff. I can't imagine being a player trying to learn an offense with a coach yelling at you, the quarterback yelling at you, the intensity. Every game matters. You're the you know, biggest team in the league. Yeah, just it's hard. I think it's a little easier with Drew Brees just to like ease your way in in offseason activities and training camp. I don't know if there's much at this point in time easing your way in with Tom. I don't blame you. I mean, Tom's 42. He's got six Super Bowls. He wants a seventh. Thoughts on Marshawn Lynch coming out of retirement to play for the Seattle Seahawks? I will be stunned. And I mean stunned. Like, I would say 40 yards would be a lot. If he can have, like, a productive day, is that one of the most incredible accomplishments you've ever seen? All season long. Even 2018, his last game was middle of October. It's not like he played 17 weeks. So he missed the majority of last season. He missed all the offseason. Missed the entire season. Comes back week 17 against, you know, top two or three team in the league. And when I say productive, if he has like 10 carries for 60 yards and like a 20-yard run, be one of the most incredible things I've ever seen on an athletic achievement in the, at the pro level. So I'm I'm expecting very very little. My expectations are really low, just because I know I just I hold these guys to such a high standard. How difficult it is. I don't know, man. I just I don't see it. Merry Christmas, John. May God bless you today and the 49ers on Sunday. Rise and f and grind, baby. Let's get it. Appreciate you. I guess no question there. Just a just a DM of a little Merry Christmas. Thoughts on Beast Mode going back to Seattle? Just answered that one. It, it it does show he is one of the most unique characters, I would say, the last 10 years in all of sports. You just bring up his name, Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. And it's the thing with him, like there is some fluff. You know, he says weird stuff in the media. He does, he's kind of wacky dude, but he backs it up. You know, he's one of the baddest runners in the history of the league, he's like, Earl Campbell was before my time, but I've seen enough NFL films to know Earl Campbell was most physical runner, like, ever. That's basically what Marshawn Lynch is. He's just a Mack truck. You know, for all the fluffy BS, he really is a, he really is a monster. I mean, Beast Mode's the perfect name for him. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it because like most 16 year old kids you don't exactly get a luxury automobile so you look at it you go well i need to add some speakers i need to tint out the windows i need to make this thing the coolest 
car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Love the podcast, man. You're, best, you're definitely one of the best in the industry. Appreciate you. Everyone else is just a prisoner of the moment. Anyway, why don't the Texans hire Lewis Riddick or you as their GM? Well, they're not hiring me. O'Brien sucks as the GM. He also needs a good OC. The Texans have a very high ceiling and can beat any team on any given day, but also can lose anybody. They just need a little better personnel, starting from the top. I think it's pretty inevitable that they end up with Casario, Belichick's guy. That's sure what it feels like. Uh, no inside information on that. But it, that's, you know, they tried to hire him in the offseason. I don't know what's going to stop him. He's a free agent after whenever the Patriots lose. So that that's what I would uh, I would expect them to hire Nick Casario. Greetings, John. First of all, I'd like to say that you have become my guilty pleasure. I discovered you through Colin Coward's podcast network, but now I prefer your podcast to his. I wouldn't even say that about myself, but I appreciate that. I never miss your show. Thank you for all the fine work 
Guilty pleasure, though, isn't that like, uh, you know, when I watch the Kardashians or something? Isn't that a bad thing? With that being said, I have a quick three questions. Rodgers is on the back nine, so the Packers need to draft a quarterback. Should they try to find a gem in the later rounds or trade up to find a more reliable prospect next year? I would probably go later rounds this year because you're still, regardless what happens in the playoffs this year, you're in Super Bowl mode these next couple years. He's still 35 years old. You see Breeze and Brady. He can play at a high level for the next several years. I don't think you can do Rodgers Favre to Rodgers yet. Maybe next year, but he's still playing pretty good. With the inconsistency from the offense and the hit-or-miss performance of the defense, do you think the Packers have a legitimate shot at winning it all this year? Uh, I still think uh, Rodgers in big moments, I trust him. I think the offense is more the cohesion between what Rodgers wants to do and the head coach wants to do. And beside Devontae Adams and the running backs, the other receivers are kind of random. That Lazard guy, he actually is not bad, but that's who they're depending on. You know, Jimmy Graham, just he ain't Jimmy Graham of old. But if they're going to play like they did against Minnesota, now most teams in the playoffs are going to have better offensive lines. Uh, but Zadarius Smith's a monster. The corners are playing well. Kenny Clark's a beast. It's just, can they stop the run? But depending on how this week plays out, if you tell me they're the number one seed, yeah, they can win the NFC. If you're telling me they're the three, I guess, assume they win this week, so let's say they're the two, they would have to either win, you know, in New Orleans, New Orleans, excuse me, New Orleans, and or the Levi Stadium. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Mike McCarthy interviewed for the Panthers this week. Would that be a better job than the Browns? The Panthers have more stable management, but the Browns have exceptional talent. Thanks for your time. I would, in every day of the week and 50 times on Sunday, rather work for David Tepper, even the unknown, but just he seems super high-level guy. Clearly his resume of a businessman is second to none. Unlike Jimmy Haslam that was kind of born into wealth, then he did the white-collar crimes, John Dorsey, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'd be all over the Panthers, over the Browns. I, I wouldn't touch the Browns with a 10-foot pole. Not Jimmy Haslam, not John Dorsey. I'm just I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. Appreciate everyone listening. God, I can't wait. Saturday, Sunday, just, you know, crack some beers, barbecue some food, eat some leftovers, order some pizzas, and let's just get our football watching on. You know, just sit on that couch and let's not move and let's just engulf the television with football. I can't wait. Adios. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the night. Enjoy the weekend. Let's get ready for New Year's. Let's get ready for the playoffs, college football playoffs, then the NFL playoffs. Let's freaking go. See ya. Thanks for listening. And uh, happy holidays. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, 
You can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 